Good morning. Hope all of you are doing well. We're learning Maseches Yevamo Staf Memhe. Today's Gemara, um, unfortunately, has applications in uh, in the world outside of the Dalad Amos Shal Halacha, where where uh, where women intermarry, uh, because there's a big shaila in the in the Tanoim as to whether or not the Tashmashamita between an Eved or an Akum and a Jewish woman generates a Mamzer. That's today's discussion. We're starting Mem Dalad Amud Beis, three lines from the bottom. And uh, that's sugya number one. Sugya number two today is what about a chazi, a chazi ben Choran, having tashmash amita and a child with a woman who's a Jew as well. And we'll learn both of those today. Rav Yochanan, it's a din that Rav Yochanan taught. And he says that everybody knows, <laughs> that everybody knows. So it doesn't mean that everybody knows that because we will see later today that not everybody holds this way. But he said that everybody knows, implying that somebody needs to be included in this list, that uh, the Tash Meshemit between an Eved and an Akum with a Jewish woman generates a mounter. Man and who does this come to include? Says the Gemara in its first approach, Shemanatemani. What is Shemanatemani? Say Da'afal Gav Da'amr Shemanatemani in Mamzer Mechaibelavin. He says that there are no, there is no Mamzer from Mechaibelavin, and this Tash Meshemitah between the Eved and Akum. And a Jewish woman is only Chayve Lavin, even though that's true. Hani Mili, top of Memhemad Aleph, me Chayve Lavin, the top of Kedushin. That's only true if the Chayve Lavin are able to generate Kedushin. But here in our case of Al Hacha, Ovid Kochavim Ve'evet, came in the low top of Kedushin, Kechayve Krisus Tami. So the, the lambdas of the Gemara as to why it is that Mamzerus is problematic is because there's Tashma Shamita by Chayve Lavin, where it's not even possible to get married. The mechanics don't work. The, a, a goy can't marry a yid. It's not possible. You can just stand under a chuppah all you want. I've seen all these ksubas hanging in people's homes, the English side and the Hebrew side and the reform version. Uh, it doesn't matter. N- none of it matters. If the husband is a, is a goy doraisa, then that, that's not, there's no tfisas kedushin there. So that's where Shemina Temani needs to be included because in general, they'll say that there's no mamzerus, but that there's only no mamzerus in scenarios where there's a chayve lav, where it's tofes ba kedushin. But in our case, because there's no tfisas kedushin, so therefore it's kechayve krisus dami, and even Shemina Temani would hold that there is mamzerus. But the Gemara doesn't agree with this uh, so simply. Our case, Havlad Mamzer. But what does Rav Shimon ben Yehuda say? He says, We don't have that. In fact, the sheets of Shimon Atemani does not really have its roots in a real Marimako. So how can you say, Shemin Temani, that there's Mamzerus in a case of an Isra when there's no Tfisas Kedushin? That's not one of the sheetas in the Tanaim. Ella, it must be that when the Gemara says, I call Modim in the name of Rav Yochanan, who's he trying to include? Says the Gemara, Ella, Amar of Yosef, Mana, Kol Modim, that's Rebbe. Now, it's very important to understand that Rebbe's sheetas, she, I should say, shitos are going to permeate the Gemara because there were two tracks in Rebbe. One said, like we're about to see now, that Rebbe held that the child is a mamzer when a, when a Jewish woman sleeps with a non-Jewish man. And the other shita that opposes Rebbe is Rebbe. <laughs> so there's two different tracks within Rebbe. And it's really kind of, he's really the core of this whole conversation. So let's jump into shita's Rebbe. So what does it mean to say that everyone is included? Uh, everyone here, Manha Kolmodim, is to include Rebbe. That Afal Gav, the Rebbe Omer, Rebbe says in another context, and we'll go into the context in a moment. But even though Rebbe says in another context, context that there's a particular shita that only applies to Rebbe Akiva, where he treated a chalutza like an erva, but here in this case, Whereas Rebbe, uh, whereas Rebbe was makbid more than Rebbe Akiva in a particular case, but here it's not true. 
Here, he agrees that this person is going to be a mamzer. So let's just briefly look at the context from which Rebbe is coming from. This Rashi, just to our right, a third of the way down. What was going on? What's Okay. Uh, he was there, the case over there with Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi was a different case. They were talking about ein bia achar chalitza. The im cholat lezu uba lezu ein atzricha himenu get. Shitas Rabbi Akiva is that you don't need a get. The Kamar Rabbi said ein hadar malalom amurim. We don't agree with him. And if you skip a couple of lines, Rashi says ela lididei lo svirle. Rabbi doesn't agree. Afilu hachi bove kocham veevid modim that they do agree. Rabbi Akiva and the and uh, and the, and Rabbi agree that the child should be a mazer. So that's Shitas Rebbe, and that's what's meant to be included in the comment of Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan was a very early Amora, and he was trying to include uh, the Shita of Rebbe to back up his own Shita. We'll see how important that is momentarily. And the Gemara says a quarter of the way down, Rav Acha Sar Habira, that's his name, the Rav Tanchum de Rav Chia, Ish Kfar Ako, Paruk Hanhu Shivuyasa, they redeemed people who were captives, to Asume Armon Latveria, from one place to another, and Havachada de Iabra Meovit Kochavim, one of the women who was held captive, was impregnated by a non-Jewish uh, captor. So they didn't know what the psak was. So they went to ask a shayla. They went to ask a shayla of Ravami. What did Ravami say? Ravami quoted the beginning of our Gemara, of Rabbi Barachana Amar Rav Yochanan, the line that we started with today. It says, Amar Lu, Rav Yochanan, and as well, Rav Lazar, Rav Chanina, Da'amri, Ovid Kochavim, I'm really sorry. I understand the circumstances, not Pashat, and it was a rape. I got I understand. But the Metzias of this Tash Mishamita yields a child who is a mamzer. Amar of Yosef, Ravusa the Mechshav Gabre. Does it feel good that you quoted five names? Who can, I can quote five other names. Like, what are you? That's not so impressive. Harabi Shmuel Bebavil, Rabbi Yishuvan Levi Barka Par Be'Eretz Yisrael, Ve'Amri Lachalufi Barka Par Ve'Ayli Ziknei Darm. Some replace Barka Par with Ayli Darm. De'Amri, they say there. Here's a, here's four people. De'Amri, they say Obi Kachavim Ve'Ved Abal Ba'Eretz Yisrael Avlad Kasher. So you yeah, go ahead, quote a whole bunch of names. So that doesn't make anything special. If you have, if you have shitas, lakanu lakan, then there's no reason to assume that we can't say that the kid's kosher. So why is he being so mocked on this woman who, who Nebuch was, uh, was raped as a captive? So it says the Gemara halfway down, El Amr of Yosef, Rebihi. When we are talking about this large list, we're saying that all of them are rooted in the Shita of Rebbe. So all of these Shitas are rooted in Havlad Mamzer. Now at this point, we're assuming that, that this... The, the flow of the Gemara at this point is very clear that even though there is a shita that the child should not be a mamzer if a woman sleeps with a non-Jewish man, even though that's true, uh, but here it seems that that's the conclusion. Rabbi Yeshua and Levi, however, is, a, is the beginning of the, the cracking of the uh, of the shell here. And he says, Omer Havlad Mekulkal, different, different talacha, he said he's not a mamzer, the child is Mekulkal. What does it mean to be Mekulkal? So it's basically Pagum, the language that we've been using of late. Says the Gemara, Leman, who is, he, who is, who is this child a Mekulkal to? And the Gemara says, the kahal. If you want to say he's not allowed to marry to the kahal, um, Rabbi Yeshua Havlad Kashri. That's not true. Rabbi Yeshua says he can marry to the kahal. Ella, it must be that this child is mukulkal to the kahuna. Ella, kahuna. Everyone agrees that a child, this is this is halacha lemaisa, if it plays out, is that a child, everyone who, even though the ones who say that the child is not a mamzer, they still agree that this person is pasal kahuna. So that's a huge nafkamina. So let's say that, uh, you know, one of the many families that I deal with where only the mother is Jewish. So then 
the child is not allowed to marry a Kohen. You have to ask Yichus, you have to ask and say, are you? So that's, okay, fine. That would be a, a big problem. Where does this come from? How do we know that this child is Mekulkal? That a child that's born out of a marriage of a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish man, that the child is Pasal Kahuna, last short line, that a Kohen Gadol and his relationship with an Almana, she's unique and still, um, still her child is Pagum Zoshi, Sura Shave Bakol, a woman who has a child with a non-Jewish man, of course the child should be Pagum, and therefore a child born from the union of a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish man should be Pasal for Kahuna. Says the Gemara, even if you wanted to ask Ma'ala Almana, Lakoin Gadol, Shekin Hiatma Mishalelis, even though there is a uniqueness to an Almana in that in her status, says the Gemara, Hachanami, Kevin Shinivala Pasal. However, once she has Tashma Shemita with a Goy and has this child, so then she's Psala as well. How do we know this to be true? Because it's based on a Pasuk. The Amr of Yochanan Mishur Rabbi Shimon. How do we know that a non Jew who is intimate with either a Kohenis or a Levia or a Bas Yisraelis, that she's Psula? Shenemar is a Pasuk in Chumash. And what does the Gemara infer from here? Someone who can be halachically speaking a widow or a divorcee, that's who we're talking about. But however, there is no status uh, of almana and gerushin by a gaidoraisa. Nothing. The relationship is a, it's a zero. It doesn't count halachically. And there's no kedushin. There's no not. There's no. Uh, there's no gerushin. There's nothing. And therefore, says the Gemara, we see from here that there's a pigam in the child. So all of this has been track number one of Rebbe. And we were following in the footsteps of Rav Dimi because Rav Dimi came from Eretz Yisrael, Yisrael and quoted Rav Yochanan. Rav Yochanan apparently had learned it from Rebbe. But says the Gemara that maybe not. Amar Le'abai, two-thirds of the way down, five lines into the wide lines. My is to Sam Chesad Rav Dimi. You're right that Rav Dimi does have this opinion, but why don't we hold like the Shita of uh, Rav Avin? Samuch Adir Ravin. What does Rav Ravin say? Says the Gemara, the Chiyasi Ravin, when he came from Eretz Yisrael, what did he say? Amar Rav Nasan, Rav Yehuda, Amar Amar, he says, Rav Nasan, Rav Yehuda Hanasi, Morim Bal Hatera. What are you talking about? Rabbi Yehuda Nasi, he says that it's mutter. Uman Rabbi Yehuda Hanasi, Rabbi. Who is Rabbi Yehuda Nasi? That is obviously the sheet of Rabbi. So that means that we have two Talmidim who, are mis- who have misunderstood what Rabbi was saying. According to the first track that we saw, a woman who has a child with a, with a non-Jewish man, the kid's a monster. And according to the second track of Rabbi, as we're starting to see here, that would not be the case. And not only him, but Ba'af Rav Modeba Hatira. Even Rav was giving up Sakim Lakula in this case. There was a woman who approached Rav about this scenario where she had conceived a child from a non-Jewish man. What's it in? The kid's not a mamzer. So they said back to Rav, Grape suck. If you're telling me that the kid's not a mamzer, can I marry? Can my son marry your daughter? <laughs> if you don't mind. If you really believe, you know, put your money where your mouth is, Rob. If you're passing the child is not a mamzer out of the union of a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish man, let my son marry your daughter. Says the Gemara, Rav wouldn't agree to this. There is a camel in Madai that's dancing inside a pitcher. So Rashi, it's a, it's a colloquialism of the day. And basically the point is that this is a very unique case. And if you're prosecuting it, you got to stand by your guns. Hakava, we have all of the features. We have the pitcher. Hagamla, we have the camel. Hamadai, we have the Persian. Harakta, we see that the, that, the, that the animal's dancing. We have a perfect storm here where, yes, you're right, everything bad happened. But at the end of the day, we see here that the woman, that the man who is the child of this union is kosher. Give me your daughter. 
So Even if this man had been Yoshua ben Nun, I would not share my daughter. I would not give my daughter to this man in marriage. Amar Lei Simi said back to him, had this guy been on the level of Yoshua ben Nun, if you don't want to give your daughter, your son to your, your daughter to him, that's fine. Yoshua ben Nun is good stock. He's going to end up getting married one way or the other. But hi, this guy who's a Nebuch case scenario, he's the, it, that's, it's not just not fair. Imar lo if you don't give your your child to this to this uh, child who's the union of of this marriage, he'll never get married. Okay, so this person who was standing there waiting for the daughter of uh, Rav, lo he wouldn't leave. So so uh, Rav looked at him and he died. Okay, we don't know exactly what's going on here. The Rishon and Mardan, why did this person deserve death? Okay, not not for now. So now we're really seeing a strong collection of, of shitas in the second half of Shitas Rebbe, where we see that there is a lot of room for heter. Uh, not heter, but a lot of room for saying that the result of the child is not mamzerus. Yehuda was also matir. Let's talk about Rabbi Yehuda. The chiyasa, the comment of Yehuda, when this case was presented to Rabbi Yehuda, a child born from the union of a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish man, Amar lei, zil itmar, go hide yourself, meaning go to a place where nobody knows you. Marry someone who's like you, who's also the product of a union of this marriage that should not have happened. The chiyasa, the comment of Rabbi, and when they went in front of Rabbi, they said the same thing. Amar lei, oh gali, go, go exile yourself, meaning go to another place where nobody Knows you. Oh, no, marry someone who's like you. But what's implied from that that he's saying you can get married. You're not a mom, so you can get married into Klai Israel. It's just hard to get married because you because of your pedigree. But uh, fine, figure it out. Now, all of this was talking about one sugya, which is um, a, an Eved or an Akum who sleeps with a Jewish woman and has a baby. What about Chatsi Eved Chatsi Ben Choron? last two lines of Mem Hayam and Aleph. Shalchulei Bnei Bnei Mirsi Rabba. They sent to Shaila. The people of Bnei Mirsi sent to Shaila to Rabba. What is the din of a woman who has a child with a Chatsi Eved and a Chatsi Ben Choron? Someone who has Half of his status is free, and half of his status is to be an Evet. So it says the Gemara, last line, If you're going to say that half uh, that a full Evet that, that, uh, who sleeps with a Jewish woman and has a child, that the child is going to be kosher, all the more so, if only half of the person is an Evet, it says the Gemara, that's not so true, because Amar of Yosef, Mara Dishmaisa, Rashi highlights what's going on here. What is Mara Dishmaisa? The author of this comment, Rashi says, according to the one who said that an Ovid Kochavim and an Evet who's Baal Basis, that the child is kosher, so then, top of Mem Heim and Beis Manu, who's the author of that? That's Rabbi Yehuda. But Rabbi Yehuda himself is Soser himself. Why? Because what does Rabbi Yehuda say elsewhere? So on the one hand, Rabbi Yehuda says that the child is kosher, and in, almost in the same breath, he says that's not true, that the child has no takana, he cannot be fixed. So says the Gemara, we have to understand, this is answer number one, that how do we understand the Stephen Rabbi Yehuda, where on the one hand, he says the child is not a mamzer, and on the other hand, he says that the child has ain't no takana. So the problem is, says Rabbi Yehuda, that the reason why this case is different, why there's ain't no takana, is because the tzad, uh, the Tzadcherus Shebo of the Eved, he did Kiddushin with this woman. So it's really only half. But the Tzad Avdus Shebo was the one who had the child. Okay, I don't know how these distinctions are made, but that's what the Gemara means. So it says the Gemara, that's impossible because Amre Nahardoi, Mishmid Reb Yaakov, that really when we have Heterim, they're categorical. According to the one who says that a, that a child will be 
an erva from this will be a mamzer from this union. That's true even if the even if the mother was a pnui, even if she wasn't married. And according to the one who says that the child is not going to be a mamzer, that's true even if she's married. So you can't answer for Rabbi Yehuda. Oh, they had kedushin. Who cares if she had kedushin? An ishes ish, if she's uh, she's the, the din is not whether or not she's an ishes ish. So it says the Gemara, uh, how did each of these opinions learn out their opinions? According to the one who says that a child is going to be a mamzer, Savar, he argues as follows. Just like a man as it relates to his uh, his father's wife, a stepmother, the marriage between a, a stepson and a stepmother, there's no tfizas kedushin havlad mamzer. Then in any case where there's no tfizas kedushin, the child should be a mamzer. It has nothing to do with, uh, nothing to do with marriage status. It only has to do with with Tfisa's Kedushin. Uman de Machshir Savar Uma Eishes Ab Delo Tafsi Bakdushin Lachrini Tavas Bakdushin. That in regards to the status of a um, of a father's wife, that for him it's true that there's no Tfisa's Kedushin, but others could marry her. Lafuke Oved Kochavim Ve'Eved Delo Tafsi Bakdushin Klam. So it says the Gemara because it's categorical that. We don't care if there's Kedushin involved. So then you can't answer that question for Rabbi Yehuda. So now we have to go back to our question. Rabbi Yehuda, on the one hand, says that a Vlad is not a Mamzer. And then, and then, and then in another sheet, he says that a Vlad ain't no Takana. So we're back to that question. And the Gemara says a third of the way down. We're talking about a case where he, where the woman was married. She misunderstood the case. When a person's Chatsi Eved Chatsi Ben Choren, and he has Tash Meshemito with a woman, who is married, then the tzad cherus of that person is like a regular person. The tzad cherus, the half of the evidence cherus is not allowed to be intimate with a woman who's married because that's, stop cheating, she's married, that's eshes ish doraisa. So that's what we're talking about. All right, let's talk about uh, getting closer to Pesach Halacha here. Says the Gemara, third of the way down, Amar Avina, Amar Li Rav Gaza, Ikla Rav Yossi, uh, Ikla, Rav Yossi Bar Avin Asrain, that uh, Rav Yossi Bar Avin went to this place, and this happened with a woman who was single, she wasn't married, and there was a story that happened with an Eishas Ish, and he said that the child is a mamzer. Amar of Sheshas, you got everything uh, everything right in the story except for the details. Amar of Sheshas, Lididi Amar Li Rav Gaza, Lo Rav Yossi Bar Avin Hava, it was a different Rav, El Rav Yossi Bar Zvida Hava. And Ve'achshar, he said that the child was Achshar, was a kosher, that he wasn't a mamzer, Bein B'Pnuya, Bein Be'eshesish, that there was no such thing as a mamzerus in this case, that he was matir in all cases. Amar Li Rav Acha, Bredi Rav Ali Ravina, Ikla Amemar Le'asrein, that Amemar went to go visit him. Ah, so now what's the halacha? We've learned two tracks of Rebbe. The first track of Rebbe is that the child is a mamzer born out of the union of a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish man. The second track of Rebbe is not that way. The second track of Rebbe is that the child is a kosher. The Hilchasa, how do we paskin in halacha in regards to a woman, a Jewish woman who has a child with an Evid or an Akum, says the Gemara, V'hilchasa oved kochavim ve'evid habal bas Yisrael havlad kosher bein b'pnuya so if a, a Jewish woman were to have a child with a non-Jewish man, even in marriage, the child would not be a mamzer. It's still an Isra Doraisa, it's still very problematic, but that is not going to generate a mamzer. And let's talk about cases where we see these psakim handed out. Rava Rava said that the child of Rachel was born to a non-Jewish man, that he was kosher. Not only that, he appointed him as one of the leaders in Babel. The Pasuk says in Sefer and the drasha of the leadership should, of the pasuk about leadership should be, it has to be, even though he only has one parent who's Jewish and it's the mother, so that's still the gather, but he treated this person not as a mom, he treated him as a regular Jew.
Um, the servant of Rabchia Bar Ami, he uh, asked a woman to go to the mikvah so that they could be together. Rashi gives detail of what's going on here. Rashi's two thirds of the way down. Rashi says, She went to the mikvah for the sake of Nida, not for the sake of Geras. She didn't go for Geras. I could actually say a case where not only is she a kosher, not only is she Jewish, Rashi says, but she's uh, but her child is also going to be kosher. How can I work that out? How could she be Jewish? Because she jumped into the mikvah. You don't need to have the right kavanas when you get into the mikvah. What you need to do in order to convert is have kabbalah samitzos for a woman. And for a man, it's brismiva kabbalah samitzos and then go into the mikvah. So Ravasi was of the opinion that if, if this woman was otherwise ready to convert to Amar Ravasi, she went into the mikvah. So we assume, therefore, that she is, uh, we assume, therefore, that she's Jewish. And Bivrata, then she had a child. How do we make the child okay? And how is that child not a mamzer? Because So now we're seeing so many psakim, so many cases where there are psakim lakula. Just two more lines and then we're done. There was a child who was, who was referred to as the son of the Armenian, of the Armiyasa, that he was born to a man, to a Jewish woman and a non-Jewish man, and Amar Avasi, Milo, Tavla, Lenidusa, we can assume that they're Jewish as long as they go into the mikvah. Um, sorry, this case was not a Jewish mother, that uh, just a child was Baram Yasa who wanted to convert. So as long as they go into the mikvah for Nida, then it works out that they're Jewish. Similar story. This person must have gone to the mikvah after becoming a Valkyrie to clean off his body, and therefore he too has converted. This is a bit of a different uh, sugya in regards to Jewish status changes by uh, by jumping into the water. Was the jumping into the water intentional? Were there already Mikabal mitzvahs? Was there ages? There's a whole sugya here, but uh, we're not going to learn it. Now we're stopping three lines from the bottom on Memhei Amit Beis, and we'll pick up Amir Tashem. Um, what's today? Today's Thursday. So tomorrow, Friday afternoon, whatever time Daf Yomi is. Wishing you all a beautiful day.